0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Annotate Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 10. I'm your semi-usual host, Proton Storm, and with me today I have Requiem. Yeah. Ad. Requiem. Happened to Ad Requiem. I said hello. Oh, I don't think your mic picked it up. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Hello. Uh, we've also got Gugsy. And Ray Kaze is here too. Greetings. So we're starting to get towards the end of the current spring 2021 season. And because we re-recorded the previous episode of the podcast, we did that one twice. We've talked about currently airing anime like every like three weeks in a row now on this podcast. So because of that, um, not a whole lot has changed to the degree where there's like a lot for us to talk about. So my goal with this episode is we're going to spend a little bit of time on a couple of shows, and then we're going to spend more time in like the news section and the free response section. So with that in mind, um, very quickly, first off, we've got some housekeeping. Uh, recently, uh, hopefully anyone who's listening to the podcast knows that we are also a blog. So if you go on medium.com slash annotate hyphen official, you can check out all of our various Writings and we have had a couple of new articles since our most recent episode of the podcast So i'm going to really briefly introduce those first off T. uh wrote an episode called or wrote an article called why megalobox issues hd resolution in favor of standard edition And so he talks about um Why because megalobox it's it's not uh Made in h It's the what, what is, are they doing in 4.3 is that right?
1: No, they're not. They're just mastering it in a lower resolution, so it's like 480p for some reason.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's in 480p, and he basically talks about how that plays into the deliberate aesthetic of the show. There's also uh, another article by good old Doc Kev called Dr. Kev's Thoughts on the Spring 2021 Anime Season Crunchyroll. So, a, a few weeks ago, he wrote Uh, his thoughts on the season from, like, the shows airing on Funimation. And this is sort of a follow-up to talk about the other side of the coin, which are the the various shows airing on Crunchyroll. So if you want to see his sort of mid-season checkup, you can see what his thoughts are on that article. Uh, And then finally, the last article was one that I wrote. Uh, It's called Talk Like a Japanese Pirate with Yagaru. So it's just a really short article about some sort of, like, anime style like ruffian pirate uh vill i don't know pirate um thief sort of like speech uh and it's just like it's just kind of like a fun japanese like language thing it's kind of pop culture language type style and just a short article so those are things Proton, it's usually
2: pretty bad so you know
0: <laughs> yeah probably probably a three out of ten at best i'd say um no, they- but those are what we've talked about on the blog recently. So if you want to check those out, once again, you can go to medium.com slash hyphen official to read those in detail. But for now, let's move on to some of the anime that we are currently watching. So first off, um, we did talk a bit about Full Dive on the... The, lo- the lost version of the recent episode, and so if you're listening to this episode now, you probably did not hear our conversation on it at the time, so we got to talk about it again, I guess, today. Uh, so to briefly introduce um, Full Dive, the premise of this series is it is it's one of those, it's not quite trapped in a video game, like he can usually log out if he's not in combat. Well, first uh, off, but, do
2: you want to give the full name of the show first, just in case people don't know what, what let, Full let's Dive go ahead is? With the full yeah. name. Yeah.
0: I, I don't yeah. even know what the full name of it is. Do you know what it is, Gugsy? I do not, no. <laughs> I, 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 I always full... forget
3: a word or two, because it's like 25 words long.
0: Yeah, I just looked it up. It's Full Dive. This ultimate next-gen Full Dive RPG is even shittier than real life.
2: That's a mouthful. Yeah, uh, that's anchor, why I did though. not...
0: Yeah. And so I think the title, like many of these sentence-long LN light novel titles, kind of explains the premise, which is that this guy is convinced, is (laughs) tricked, I guess, into buying uh, an old, unpopular full-dive MMO game by a shopkeeper, and that MMO game was unpopular because it was too realistic. And it was not, and because of that, even though it was in a fantasy world, right, it was like, even goblins are deadly, and you, if you get hurt in the game, it actually, like, really feels like you've been hurt. Uh, and so a lot of people were like, this game sucks, and the game kind of fell off in popularity. But now this guy kind of gets sucked into it, and the game is just like, it's a, it's a, it's a comedy show, so the basic comedy, most of the time, sort of hinges on this idea that the game is just ridiculously brutal to this guy at every turn.
3: And he's, you know, just completely unable to, like, learn.
0: I feel like there's a little bit of growth.
3: I mean, he's getting some growth, like, like, when he goes to the weapon shop, right, and there's the old... Man, a rundown shop, and then the shop with the hot chick with all the ads. You think by that point of the of his experience, he would have figured out not to go to the nice shop with the girl because it's a trap.
0: Yeah, that's true. He, is, like he, he should is be seeing twist coming. Dumb. by John, <laughs> <laughs> There is sort of sadness, like, They have, they have like, uh, so like this guy's got this trauma from a sporting event where he. He uh he tripped over himself in like a track race and uh, wet his pants in um, I think when he was like first entered high school. And so everyone made fun of him, and he quit the track team. and his um and so he's kind of been, you know, quote unquote, running away from real life ever since. And he has sort of this moment where he's planning on quitting the game because it sucks. But they turn it into like like he realizes that he's like oh like his sister his sister basically sort of gets mad at him for quitting the game because she's like you quit everything and so then he's like i'm not going to be a quitter anymore and then he decides to commit to this thing so he has like that weird there's like some growth but yeah the the overall uh idea is that everything is just ridiculously bad for him in this game um so to give an example from like the very first episode the The beginning of the game, your basic task, like the first quest, is just to go and pick apples with your childhood friends. And he fucks it up because he accidentally, like, he gets into a fight with one of his childhood friends. And then while the guy is eating an app, uh, an apple slice, he, like, charges at him and bumps into him. But the apple slice was, like, on a knife, and the knife goes through the guy's throat and kills him. And so he accidentally kills his childhood friend. Which makes his other childhood friend go crazy and like become really yandere and try to go out and like kill him, so he basically manages to brutally fuck up the beginning quest in a way that makes the rest of the game very difficult for him, and it just kind of spirals from there.
3: Yeah, it's kind of just worst case scenario the video
0: game. Yeah, pretty much. I thought so. It seems so. like the
2: like the the outside universe is is like completely designed for him to like no to keep, no. Like, keep, keep,
1: no, no, because a lot of the mistakes are caused by him. It's not just the outside world hating him. It's he's an idiot too. Well, yeah, uh, he's I,
3: not. He's making the wrong choice several times too. Like he's, it's, I, what, it's his own damn fault most of the time.
2: Right. What I was gonna say is that it, it, the mostly that it seems like the outside universe is keeping him to to make him keep playing the game when he probably shouldn't. That's well. No, the reason
3: he's, he keeps playing the game is because a girl with big boobs keeps telling him to. Yeah. Which yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, men have <laughs> done dumber things than that because a pair of boobs told him to do it.
0: Yeah, I do think that it's... um I mean, there are a couple of reasons, right? Because on one level, the attractive girl is telling him to keep playing the game. Um, on another level, he has decided he doesn't want to like run away from life or whatever, so it's the philosophical level. And then there is... I do think that Guggsy is right to a certain extent, right? Which is that real-life of sucks for him which is one of the reasons why he's playing this these games in the first place and I do think that like the anime is only adapting the first two volumes but it does seem that there is like one sort of thing in real life one like hang up that he has in real life that gets addressed in each volume like in the first volume it was that like running away from everything and then in the second volume it seems to be he's facing up to these two guys in in real life school who basically bully him and make him give them his lunch money. And then now in, like, the training camp or whatever, he's got a similar sort of couple of bullies, and they kind of make it, they, you know, juxtapose those two groups, and he's sort of like, oh, they're just like the ones in real life. So I think that's the thing that he has to face up to now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm talking about, like, the serious aspect, but the whole show is pretty much just, like, one joke after another. It does seem like it's a little bit more like world building and serious the last couple of episodes than it was before, though
3: to say, I really like the show for the most part. It's been, I think it's funny. But the training camp arc has been is a little too much too much misery porn for me. Like it's too sad. Like can we give this guy a, a w, please? <laughs> like Ugh, anything i
0: just I just remember when he had. When he first gets to the training camp, there's like that Bob guy who seems like he's going to be nice to him. I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's going to, this is going to turn at some point. And it turns almost immediately because as soon as he loses his first duel, the Bob guy's like, oh, you suck, actually. I don't want to be your friend. And he's just abandoned I mean, I'm immediately.
3: like, everyone's like, oh, no, this guy sucks. I'm like, yeah, that's why he's here to get training, you jackasses. You know, nobody yeah. comes in good at swords.
2: That annoyed oh, the hell out of me. Tell, tell that to the real world where they're uh, they're they're asking people to uh, you know for ten years experience on a entry level position.
3: <laughs> the show has enough trauma without bringing yours, Google.
2: Yes, yes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what about? Um, I know we've talked about this a few times, but um, VV has come up before, and hey, I know that Vivi. you guys wanted to talk I'll get about dip this out conversation again. So it's Vivi Fleurite Eye's song. It's the formula. Really of the show. I don't
1: understand why you haven't seen it, Rick. It, it really does seem like something that'd be up your alley. I just don't care.
2: Same time, I couldn't get at myself same, to care. At, at the same time, I can kind of understand h- him not wanting to get in on the show because I also think, like, do I want to keep continuing watching the show? And
0: Why is that, Gugsy?
2: Well, I th- the, the whole conceit, right, is that there's like a hundred years from when the show starts, there's going to be this giant like apocalypse, AI versus human war. And the, the, the show, the, the, the point of the show is that it will go through like several points within those hundred years where something, something pretty pivotal in the making of this, hundred, this uh, apocalypse happens. And they have to change the events of the... Well, I guess they, they change the events of the present so that the future doesn't happen. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I struggle because I don't, I don't really see... Like, I, I, I don't really see how this apocalypse is going to happen. Like, it feels more like the show is telling me that all of these things are going to cause the apocalypse... And I don't really believe them at face value, and Mm -hmm. when the the how they're resolved and how the things go on, I don't like. I just I it just kind of feels like well, I I, I'm I'm kind of sitting there for the ride and not really embracing what's going on. If that makes sense, I don't know. Rock, Uh... rock. You you like the show a lot, so I'll let you. I like
1: this show a lot, but I don't think it's amazing um yeah yeah like i
2: that's that's kind of where i'm at is like i'm kind of just like sitting it and taking it but like i'm not i'm not vibing with the show fully if that makes sense you're not
0: vibing with it yet no Uh,
1: i am definitely vibing with it which is like kind of why i like it so much it's like there's very few shows i've watched that i've kind of vibed with it as much as vivi Kind of just because it reminds me of shows I've really liked in the past where they just are kind of insane and they do a lot of like goofy things that are kind of ridiculous. It has a very anime-esque character to it and, and being on the ride and enjoying every moment has been fun, even if the events have been kind of stupid at times.
2: Yeah, I, f- I feel like I give it more credit for what it's trying to do than for how it's actually doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I've, so, um, i
0: mean, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get like the the idea that you're picking at here Gugsy. So mm-hmm. the you can tell, well, or at least you, you think that you can tell, right, what it's what it's trying to do, but you just don't think that it's doing it in a good way. It's that
2: and I I've sort of feel like it's There's, like
1: you don't like, like you never see the results
2: not so just like, the resu- i just don't believe the results yeah if that like I, I it's it's telling me that the that the things that they're changing affect the future but i just i don't know i just don't sort of believe it really if that makes so like, the, I... e-
0: the cause and effect relationship doesn't seem to be as solid as the show Im- implies it is
2: right so so i just kind of i kind of just like because it's there's certain like, there's, there's points that it will, um, like, it, 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 it circles around, like, you need to, like, oh, this needs to be fixed, and we need to figure out how to fix it, because it will impact the, it, all of it's like it's impacting the relationship between AIs and humans, and I can sort of get it on some level, but I also don't, I, I just, I have a hard
1: time kind of buying the whole thing.
0: I'll be really curious when this when this ends.
1: I'd like to just say that I think the next few like you're not fully caught up. I think the next few oh, episodes yeah. will be interesting given your viewpoint. I don't want to spoil or say any more, but but right, though... rock
2: Ra- as as the time as of the time this recording, rock has watched the the newest episode, which is the beginning of another kind of arc and event point, and I have not, so I don't know, but I. I, st- I feel that even, even if I was caught up, I don't necessarily believe that... I, will, I don't think it would have changed how I think about the show. But I, I, I want, I, I'm enjoying it, but I don't think it's very good, if yeah. that makes sense. I'll it, it be
0: it, curious it, how it ends.
2: It, ha- it, has, it has the skeleton of being a very good show. It's just the meat's not there, if that makes sense.
1: The... Uh... I think the directing is is like amazing. I, I've loved the music in the show. I love the characters. The script is not the script is not great. Um, the,
2: the last arc had kind of a, like a Sakuga fight that was in, like probably the best of the season.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely. really
2: outstanding. yeah.
1: And that's saying something, given this show, season has like 86 and a bunch of decent fight shows, so.
2: Yeah, it was it was really, really impressive. It's just yeah, I think I think the writing is not totally there. And, and that that like it's that's what holds me back on being like yeah, it's 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 it it's it could be great. It could be great, it's but it's not there.
0: I'm interested to of... bring up the the writing because um, I know that both Gugsy and Rock and Ray, sorry, Gugsy and Ray Kaze, you guys both um, do not like ReZero. And yeah. the author of ReZero is the writer of this show.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Well, because I love ReZero and I couldn't be less interested. I, I don't
1: think that has anything to do with, with my, yeah, my th- problems th- th- of the show.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I actually kind of agree. I, I think the problems I have with Rezero are totally different from the problems yeah, I have with. The they're baby. basically one well,
1: eighty for me.
0: Right, I guess. I guess I was just saying it's the same. Maybe you guys don't like them. I mean, the, it's just interesting because the. Why well, I, I don't know about rock, but uh, Gugzy, since you were talking about like the writing in particular. I don't know. I just yeah. found that interesting because it's the same writer. So even if it's for a different reason, you don't like, I guess maybe you just really don't like this, this, the stuff this guy writes, I guess.
2: No, I well, Okay. It, I don't want to turn. I don't want to get us off into a tangent of ReZero, but I, I really don't like the writing of the main character in ReZero. And that's not my problem with Vivi. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind the main character of Vivi. It's kind of everything else that happens in the show that I'm like, that I'm like, uh, this could, this, it's not as, it's not, it's not as tight. It's not as, it's not as convincing. Um, yeah. Whereas ReZero's, my problem is it's trying to sell me on something that I just don't buy at all.
1: Yeah. I, I, my thing with ReZero is I really just dislike Subaru as a character. And like, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the fact that he was the main character, um, basically took me out of the shell um, Vivi I really like Vivi especially with D.Va uh, completely Diva, out of your so, fucking like, mind completely out
3: of your mind we can, we
2: can go off on this I don't
3: go, like, you haven't even seen season 2 which is one of the best I e- g- seasons of anime I've ever seen in my life I'll I, give it a I, 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 25 I, I, years <laughs> watching anime
2: I have specifically <laughs> not watched season 2 because I don't want to hate so you guys can all have fun in your little garden of, you know,
3: disbelief or whatever. Incredibly great anime. Yeah. I'll, I don't do yet. I Old don't. Frolic give, among the fucking greatness.
2: I don't. I don't. <laughs> give. A shit. I don't give a shit. And Proton, if you want, we can go there. But uh, I'm just going uh, to leave it at that.
0: I think, we've, I think we've covered our bases on that for today. Um yeah, uh I mean I I'm with I'm with Requiem. I enjoy Re:Zero, which is why I was hoping to try to watch VV at some point once I have access to it. Uh I'll be curious what what I I end up if I end up liking it or not because it does seem like the at least early on pretty much everyone liked it quite a bit and now it seems like there's a little bit more of like a mixed opinion on it.
1: Yeah. I mean I I I don't think it's amazing, but I've really enjoyed it. Um and and I'm I'm gonna argue, I mean, I'm, I'm working on an article with Proton in our like collab thing we're working on. I don't think mm. like I don't like it's not great, but I love it regardless. And and I think because it's not trying to be the most perfect thing possible, it, it's able to do something really out there and engaging and and I've really enjoyed it so far and and i just have to say that i i really like the the main character vivi uh like diva and matsumoto they, they've just been like their chemistry and their personalities have been fun to watch and i've really enjoyed seeing them and how they interact with the rest of the cast
2: yeah i, I want i want to jump in there because like like you, like you said proton it, it is it's the show that is trying to do different things And it's 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 pretty original in that aspect. Like I don't really, I can't really sit here and think of a a show that's that's like very similar to it. So I guess Mm -hmm. when when it first started, it was like going for it and really doing all these things. A lot of us were impressed, but when you kind of sit there and think about it a little more, that then you're like, and you you think about how the story arcs are presented and. Um. Just kind of like, if you start thinking about the details, it starts to you. You start to kind of notice the cracks a little bit. But like, but yeah, you're you're certainly right that it's like it's it was very it's it's very um I don't want to say innovative, but it was it's doing it it's doing it was trying to do things original like like the the yeah it's it's well I mean it is an original yeah it is an original like my, my my. the kind of go-to example as I think about it is like, do you guys know the, the sci-fi series foundation sort of
3: the Asimov yeah.
2: one? The The Asimov one. Yeah. Because yeah. I read part of it because that one it, it's, it's different, but it's based on kind of the same idea that there are certain pivotal events that will change the, the history of the future and you have to get it right. And certain people will, will change it in certain, in such a way that, um, the future will be designed to be a certain way. And, it, and Vivi is trying to do that, but not nearly in the same sort of... like It doesn't, not, it doesn't have the narrative coherence as obviously as Asimov. But it's trying. It's trying, yeah.
3: And uh, like, I have a personal rule now. It's that one time travel narrative per season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the time travel show you're watching? It's Tokyo Horror Avengers. Avengers. Uh, yeah.
0: Which is want So, I want to I wanna shift gears now and give you guys a chance to talk about So I'm a Spider, So What? Or, as everyone calls it these days, Spider Isekai or Spider Sekai, whatever. Arachnid um, Yeah, or if you want to be that guy. <laughs> so, what do you guys, uh, I mean, it's been, was there, so it's a two core series. And I know we talked about it last season when it was newer, but now we're getting towards the end of its second core. And my understanding is that some things have evolved. Uh, what are you guys thinking about it now? Evolved. Uh,
1: I think that if you didn't like the original, you still won't like it now. But it's definitely a totally different. Like it's a, it's a pretty different show.
3: Yeah, it's insane. advanced. Well, the narrative is advanced significantly. It's not a like a one camera following the spider show anymore. The humans are finally interesting. The thing is, like as it's narratively gotten more interesting and has exp- more you got more characters and the characters got characterization and deeper and everything got a lot more interesting with the dual timelines. The animation has completely gone into the toilet, <laughs> which is a shame. I, it's it's fine with the spider for the most part. Anytime there's a fight scene though, they just, it's, it's zooms and like, you know, close-ups. and sometimes just fucking flat out. Yeah. Yeah. Steel frames would end it with voiceovers.
2: I agree that it's, it's doing all of that. I, my, my narrative problem, and I've talked about this on the chat, so you guys are aware, but my problem with is, I, I just, I, this, I need the spider and the human thing to, I need them to, I need the, the stories to mesh. I've been waiting for it to mesh. We're like, it, we're two cores where there's like, th- there's like three episodes yet and, the sp- and in the latest episode, the spider was not in the, not a single frame of the show. It was all about the humans and I'm just like, the whole point. The whole point of this. Sh- I want the sp- I want the Spider Girl and I want the humans to interact and like be. Part well, remember of-
1: that there there is a time gap. Yeah,
3: pretty significant one, apparently. Yeah. There, I is there? I don't think there is really. I think. Uh, no, she is. The spider is currently trying to protect the baby vampire chick, who's an adult, and fucking with the humans in the other timeline. Yeah, there's, so there's like at least, a least ten to fifteen gap. years. Wait! 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 Oh,
2: th- then this. Time, <laughs> wait the the the, ba- the baby girl is the the anti magic girl. Yeah, the, the, the anti magic
3: <laughs> chick Sophia is also the baby in the spider's timeline. So there's a gap of at least fifteen years.
1: And and if you're like, really okay. paying attention, like they they kind of reference what she's doing like throughout their sections.
0: I yeah, but. Because it's, no, like, that's, that's bad, bad. bad media no. comprehension, goosie.
1: No, no, no. Because, no I, th- well, I mean,
0: the show because,
2: never
3: blatantly explains it. It expects you to...
0: Yeah,
2: be- my, I guess my confusion comes because they are referencing things that she's doing in both the timelines. So that's why I thought they were kind of happening at the same time.
3: And, like, but, I, I really thought that the Spider became the Demon Lord. But then the Demon Lord showed up. But then right. like, she's also talked about how to, like... Mentally attack people, so I'm like, did she take over her body? What the deal? Uh, that's the question I need answered. Is who what's up with the demon lord? What's up I, with the demon
2: lord? I want, I, but again, I just I I need this. I need Spider Man girl, and I need the humans to like. I need that's the storylines to interact. And there's there's three episodes left. And if you're going to give me a read the manga ending, then I'm just, I'm giving this series a like, just giant fuck you. It's going
3: to you, light novel. it's gonna give you the light novel novels. It's going to give or the light novels. I, I don't. I, I don't think I, we're gonna get to that. If we get to that point, it'll be at the end of the last episode,
2: right? And that just makes me sad because I am, because I am enjoying it. And but every single time, I'm, I, I'm looking at the episode counter, being like, okay, when, when are we going to get? When is I this? Mean, we already it's had not, some it's,
1: pretty big conflicts,
2: right? But they're not connected. It's it's two different stories happening at the same time. I want mesh. <laughs> put, put, put it together, guys. Put it together. I really, I, I
3: really like the dual timeline storytelling. I, I like the dual timeline really style, well. style stuff, I, too.
2: I, I, look, and, and let, let me just, before, before everyone's, I, I'm not hating, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the show a lot, but I just, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I, this question in, is just the, like 90% of the time in the back of my mind, like, I, I, want, I, want, I want the stories to come together. Please so... come together, and they're not.
1: So I've already read the white novels. Like, like, oh, no, okay. I'm caught up.
0: All of them? Uh, no, actually, all the translated I think, ones, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, I think I'm like one or two behind all the translated ones, but I'm fairly caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've already seen all the events that happen in the uh, the anime so far. I think this show is really fun like to, to see, like going back on it again. That like I I just had to say that before we finish this section because because my experience with the anime is it's a really good way to enjoy the story um, of Spider Sakaï and and I think there's a lot of stuff that like gets like hinted at or like
3: uh, mentioned it that you you'll you probably won't get the first time like, but they, they dropped see. so many threads that you just know like the administrators, the system, the guys right. yeah. All of know, this, why 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 are they trying to save the world from what and you know you're probably not gonna get most of those picked up.
2: Yeah. That, and that's 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 where my frustration is. It's like I, I just can I get anything and I'm and it's it I look at the I look at the time and I look at the episode count and I'm like and I just I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, I'm not gonna you're get not, it
1: and it, it, it makes it on small it makes me mad. Makes me I mean, mad. It's the nature of serialization, I
0: guess. Right. Yeah. Well, I the know. perpetual the perpetual um struggle of the anime fan is right. when I'm... all these all these major series are really long and they almost never get a full anime. And even if they do, you never know if it's truly going to get to the end because every single season you have to play the game of will I ever get another season announced.
3: Yeah, and even yeah. when you get a complete adaptation of a completed series, sometimes you get crap like fruits basket. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, is this, oh is this gonna be a weekly thing week no. we Do it every week, oh my, every fucking week. Oh my week. god! <laughs> wow.
2: I was I was going to say that, that I was gonna say that the like the difference between this and something like Vivi is I know Vivi is going to end somehow. Yeah, yeah. But 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 Fruits Basket. Well, I'm just. I'll, I, well, I'll let I'll let you
3: go there. I guess. Suppose. I'm.
0: <laughs> I don't. I'm going I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut that off there. We don't need to go there.
3: <laughs> well, that's the glory, of course, of the anime original. Like that's always the, the really good thing about an anime original is—you get a whole story.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Right. Which we need more so, yeah. of
2: those. And so Vivi is Vivi is going to give us an ending of something. And mm-hmm. Spider, and so I'm I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy the ending of Vivi, but I know that I'm not gonna enjoy the ending of Spider because it's going to be like, the last episode. We all like, we can all guess it's going to be like oh, here's hints of all the, these things. Go walk, read, the, read the light novel. And I'm going to be like, I don't read light novels. So I, I, I sit here.
0: Yeah, Gugsy can't uh, read. Come on. Also, hey, I, <laughs> if, even if you Damn, did rooms. read
1: manga, the manga adaptation is like kind of atrociously bad. Um, well,
0: that's, that's, not, that's not good So either.
1: So like yeah, make sure to read the light novel if you do continue. So
0: it's a bit like, you guys know how the, like, movie, live-action movies of, like, video games are infamously bad all the time, pretty much. Except Mortal Kombat, the first one. Right. But, like, point being is that use there are exceptions to the rule, but those exceptions sort of prove the rule, and that the majority are very bad. Well, manga adaptations of light novels are basically that. Like, I don't think I've ever read a manga adaptation of a light novel that I didn't go, wow, this is, like, a shitty manga. (laughs) Because I, I think that, first off, like, a lot of light novels are not really, you know, the kind of stories that fit well with manga. Like, there's a reason they were light novels and not manga in the first place. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, you know, I mean, there's a lot of hit anime even anime adaptations of light novels are already hit or miss. And those have, like, huge production committees, whereas manga are usually going to be written by one or two people. And the other thing, too, is that manga adaptations of light novels, they're usually kind of, like, cash-in. Sort of things. So they'll get an artist, and sometimes the artist will be good at drawing characters. But you can tell the manga was cheaply produced because there's usually like something that I, I noticed very strong with those adaptations is the ba- there's almost never real backgrounds in those manga. Like it'll be like the characters in like blank white backgrounds for half the panels, and you can just tell that it's kind of like a rush job. And the manga adaptations they never fully adapt the whole light novel because they inevitably get canceled after a couple of volumes.
2: Yeah, well, and also because like the light novel is never going to tell you what the background of anything looks like. So, just, like, yeah, so like, it, it, they're just going to tell you
1: what's happening. And well, usually, but, usually, but if you usually had what's time, is, attention, you'd make that up, right? So that's why anime every
3: background is shoujo
1: bubbles. Yeah, right.
0: Also, also good light novels do have descriptions of scenery at certain yeah. points in time like yeah. that that is definitely like something that you would expect to have in novels and i have found that that is usually the case so yeah, there, yeah it's not but... that they don't have anything to work with it's that drawing backgrounds would take more time and the adaptations are just not really prestige projects for people yeah it, well, i it, mean it, if they're it, set it just in just a high school, like
3: just just draw a generic anime high school
0: yeah, and put the put the
2: the lead in in the main back corner by the window, right, by the window, right? Yeah, well, and
0: and and they they will do they will do stuff like that, right? It's not like there's literally a a complete blank white background at all times in the manga. But if they're in like let's say they're in like a fantasy world, well, then a lot of those manga adaptations will put like you know they'll draw like a couple of trees in the background or something, just like really basic that doesn't really have any flavor.
2: This well th- this kind of doesn't really apply but have you guys seen Penguin Drum?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I
2: I I really I really kind of liked how Penguin Drum did that where they're just like like the ge- like generic people in the background were, were like literally like stick figures. Or because you were I was cracking me up. It, it always, yeah, that's it always...
0: that's definitely that's an that's an aesthetic choice though. Like there's, yeah, 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 there's yeah, purpose yeah. behind that. <laughs>
2: right. But I was just like that's that's an aesthetic choice that I really enjoyed. And it's like, yeah, these are generic people. I don't give a shit about them. But usually usually with light novels it's not they don't really they don't really care.
3: Blog well, and so. test used to do that, they used to crack me up. Like they just have like yeah, yeah, students with um, with letters on them.
0: With letters, So we're yeah. getting we're getting we're getting pretty off from our original conversation here, so I'm gonna uh, give a brief transition so Gugsy has a little bit of time to talk. You just finished watching um, Vinland Saga, right, Gugsy?
2: Yeah. So Vinland, I guess I'll give a little introduction. Um, Vinland yeah. Saga was one that I was watching kind of week to week, and then kind of somewhere in the okay. middle there, I I uh, just kind I heard of a couple um, of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well Yeah. I, I just. It, Stuff happened and I just wasn't watching it anymore. And this, recently, in the last month or so, I, I, fin- I finished Vinland Saga. And I was blown away. Like, it, that was, Vinland Saga, that was, I, to me, I feel like that was one of the best anime I've seen in a very long time. I don't know how you guys feel.
0: I, lo- I loved it. I mean, I haven't finished it because um, when, I, like, when I moved, my coverage of it got cut off. But I loved what I saw of it. And I was, it was, like, my favorite anime airing.
3: Yeah. yeah. We, we oh, named it Anime of the Year that year, if I remember correctly. Oh. Yeah, didn't it win at our Anime of the
2: Year?
0: Didn't it? I forget. It was we'd, definitely we'd up there. You'd have to look it
2: up, but I would, yeah, I'd be surprised if it wasn't like top five. Because, yeah. That's, it how was,
0: prestige, that's how prestigious our Anime of the Year awards are. The authors themselves don't even remember.
2: <laughs> well, we can't look <laughs> them up anymore. Right. It and. doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help that I was the original author of those, and I've not been not involved anymore.
1: I backed up my parts. <laughs> you, can go, you can go and see the Anime Awards if you wanted to.
0: Maybe I, Nan has them somewhere in the somewhere archive he downloaded.
2: But yeah, I was bl- I was blown away by like just what I watched of the like the, the second half of, of Vinland Saga, and I and it was it. It it, it, it matched like like the best of of real TV dramas, in my opinion. I was really I was really really impressed what it did, and uh, I'm if if there's a second season, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there at at the front of the line for it. But if there's not, like I'm I'm so happy with what I got already.
3: I really I really need a second season though because yeah, one of the only weaknesses of Vinland have gone to
0: Vinland right.
3: Yeah, they haven't gone to Vinland. Is at the end. It's at the end, <laughs> they even say it at the end that was the the prologue. All of that shit was just setting up Thorfinn's character.
2: Great. You know? Yeah,
3: and you get all this great storytelling, and it's amazing, and a lot of it is is very close to what actually happened. And you get one of the great, magnificent bastard characters of all time. But all of that is a setup the Thorfinn going to fucking Vinland, which we didn't even get a little bit of.
2: No, but like at but but give it's, me more, damn it. I yeah. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely if, if I could get more, I would be very happy, but at the same time, like the, the what we got was just a brilliant, brilliant, like kind of self-contained drama in and of itself and like just kind of a character development of of this guy from a kid to an adult, and like how he kind of got there, and I like you just. I, again, I'm I, am i am happier if you leave it there than if you give me a half, half a half baked result. Don't don't fu- don't fuck around. Give me so, give me the full um, the full cast the full everything. Yeah.
0: For Reference the manga started in two thousand and five, um, and it's still going to this day. Shit.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're, uh, okay. So that's scary.
3: Takes a
0: long it's time. It's coming be- out been well it's been coming out slowly i think there's usually only like one maybe two volumes a year max um the, i know the english releases they've been they made it like a prestige release because kodansha the uh the higher-ups in like kodansha usa are really big fans of it and so like it gets like fancy hardcover volumes in the u.s which it um, should which it should yeah deserves. And it. Yeah. It, for, for reference, the current, the anime, I just looked this up, apparently covers through most of volume 8 of the manga. So it gets close to the end of volume 8, and there are currently 24 volumes.
2: Yeah. I, if, if, you give, if you get the full team back and you give it the same loving treatment, I am day one, right fucking there. I, because... Yeah. Me too. Yeah. That was that was phenomenal, and it was it was it was honestly it was on a level that I don't necessarily. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. I don't necessarily expect that level from anime sometimes, and that one was like like wow this this could have been this could have been a prestige show from somewhere like really really famous, and I and I would have been like yeah this this is good.
0: Yeah, like the mangaka, he also wrote Planets, right? I believe so, yeah. And I know that that's another prestige sort of series. Obviously, it's a little bit older.
3: Yeah, it's pretty old, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's
2: it's older. That one is also really really well done.
0: Yeah. I think that I think that the author of Vinland Saga is one of those like generational talent sort of guys.
2: Yeah. I mean, really it's yeah. I've 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 said enough praises. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs>
3: So like Vinland Saga, for instance, a lot better than like the live action Viking show. Oh, my co- God. Yeah. Oh it's it's, it's taking the same idea and doing it so much better. Right. You, so you much, know, well, Vikings
2: is like Jesus.
3: Right, right. Like, <laughs> Vikings is like this is we're going to like revel in the idea of what we want Vikings to be. And Vinland Saga is like, here's a story told with people who might have actually been Vikings.
2: Like the, like the comparison is like Vikings is like Bravo and Vinland Saga is like HBO <laughs> is what I would say. Like, all right, you guys are just, you guys are cute having like fun and doing whatever you want. This, this is, this is a good thing over here.
0: So uh, I want to, I'm going to put a cap in this conversation for now. Cause I want to move into the news section of the episode. Any closing thoughts that you guys want to end on with Vinland Saga?
2: Well, I, I guess you guys have been quiet, rocking, well, in Proton. I, what do you guys, you guys should watch?
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 gonna... I'm going to once I'm able to. I love, I mean, I love the beginning, and I, it was like my favorite anime era when I was watching it. And so I definitely believe that it is very good and worth watching. So I want to pick I, that up.
1: I, I kind of, when I first saw it, I was like, it's probably not my thing. I didn't watch it, but then I've heard everyone say it's like you know, and it won our anime of the year. So I, I do need to get to it eventually. You um, yeah.
0: you do. Yeah, it's probably and, one of the best anime that's aired in a long time. And and Proton,
2: I feel kind. I feel the same way. Well, like I can I, I, I can already kind of sense that I was feeling the same way that you did. And I was like, oh, this is this is really good. But then this the, the second half kind of it it elevates itself to a level that not. I would I I would I'm comfortable saying not many anime reach that level. So I like I be I I'm going to be I'm very interested into de- hearing what you guys think about the rest of Vinland Saga. Yeah. The fir- the first the first half is good, the second half is stellar.
0: So, um jumping to the news now. Let's talk um I want to give I want to give Requiem a chance to talk a little bit. Requiem, what's a news story that you're going to introduce for us today?
3: Uh, well, apparently, uh, I'm going to introduce a story about Dark Horse Comics launching a, a games and digital division. Because everyone comes to the Night yeah. podcast for uh, video game news. I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm more
1: amazed that Dark Horse is still a thing.
3: Not a Dark Horse is consistently well. the fourth or fifth biggest comic book publisher in the country. There's Marvel, then DC, splitting about 75% of the market. Image is third, and then Dark Horse is often in the running for fourth. So yeah, I always
0: thought of them as third place. I didn't realize not, Image that, is third that place, pretty was. solidly.
3: Um, by overall sales. Okay. But uh, Dark Horse is solidly right there, and they have a lot of IPs people have heard of, like Hellboy and uh, Sin City, Umbrella Academy, Stuff like that. Usagi jimbo has been published there for years. So they have a lot of IPs I've heard of. have been adapted in various ways. Not everybody knows it's our course, though. That's the thing. Like the, the brand doesn't have quite the same power as like a DC or Marvel. But they're launching a digital division to work with gaming studios to develop games and also to make their own games for some of their lesser-known IPs. One part I thought was interesting is that they're also going to produce and release multimedia projects, including anime, based on some of their stuff. So we could get some Hellboy anime. could get an Umbrella Cat anime. We finally get a Usagi Yojimo anime, which, you know, it baffles me there's never been one. <laughs> it does! Like, what, what the hell? The story's perfect. And the only thing I can think of is that Stan Sakai, the author, doesn't want one. That maybe someone should just drop a dump truck of money at his house.
0: I remember, what else, what else is Dark Horse done that I know. Emily the Strange, say,
3: polar the resident alien and that mean anything to you? No. They do a lot of um they also do a lot of uh what do you call it? license stuff like avatar, the last airbender there there's stuff coming through there.
0: Now they used to license some Japanese like manga too, right?
3: Yeah, they used to they used to produce um do berserk actually. Berserk and a few other large like really big you know, manga came through Dark Horse. Some of it still does, actually. Um,
0: yeah. I know that when back when things were like the manga bubble or whatever burst, and you had like um, Tokyo Pop and those companies folding, I know Dark Horse for a period of time was basically the only group still publishing anything for a couple of years.
3: Yep, yeah, they've always been one of the things. They've always been kind of a niche, you know, publisher. You know, finding underground you know i don't want to call it underground but you know like i said niche stuff stuff that doesn't have a huge audience but tends to draw a very loyal audience so yeah uh, manga was one of their things for a while they still do it like i said
0: yeah. i'll be curious if any of these um if it takes off or if any of these games ultimately see the light of day because i know that sometimes those sort of moves by companies end up just kind of bombing and then they disappear to
3: feel like they'll at least get some kind of Hellboy project out because that's where the bro money is for them. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if you didn't at least get that, or, or something was based on Umbrella Academy because that's you know has got a lot more tension now because of the Netflix series. Yeah, I'm
0: looking. Didn't Umbra- like... Umbrella?
3: Well,
2: this this is this is a side tangent, but I, I, didn't Umbrella Academy get axed today. Is what oh, I heard. did
3: it? I hadn't, I hadn't heard. Oh, <laughs> I did. Did it? Wouldn't surprise I, me, though. It's fucking Netflix. They cancel everything. Yeah, they cancel yeah. I've.
2: I Well, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like I saw news that it might be canceled.
0: I've heard that, like with Netflix, the whole calculus for them is whether or not shows are bringing in new audiences. And it's usually a law of diminishing returns because you're not going to get new audiences for the fifth season of a show. So things get axed really easily over there, which is. Really annoying, because I remember back in the beginning of Netflix's, like, Netflix original stuff, there was this idea of, like, oh, there's going to be productions that would have never gotten greenlit by normal cable channels. And there's some truth to that, but now we have something almost as annoying, which is, yeah, we're getting those great new ideas that are getting published, but then they're canceling them almost immediately. I'm not seeing any
3: news on on them getting canceled, by the way. Although they did just cancel Jupiter's Legacy after one season, which is
0: bullshit. Well, they, canceled, they canceled that? Yeah, that. after one season. They hadn't even gotten to like the main
3: meat of the story yet. Like they, they, as I swear to God, that series adapts like three issues of the comic.
1: See, here's... Uh-huh.
3: Okay, well, I could go on the tangent,
2: and I don't know if we want to go on this tangent. So feel free to cut our editors if, if I go here. But um, I just wanted to say that K dramas that are, re- are released, again, sorry, <laughs> Korean, but Korean dramas that are released on Netflix, they get released on a two episode basis, in which, um, so they're, you, you, they'll, they will release two episodes kind of a week, rather than the normal Netflix style, which is they'll drop everything at once. And I, I feel yeah. like I feel like the like the, the K, K drama stuff, that's like it's kind of the the perfect niche point for where you like where streaming should be going in the future is you put in you put a, a couple episodes first and if people are interested, they'll watch and they'll talk. But then then the next like, next week is a couple more episodes that are released on Netflix. And so like because a lot of if you like I feel like a lot of the drama and a lot of like discussion and a lot the build up of a show and the build up of an audience is based on word of mouth and if you just kind of drop everything at once no one can kind of talk about anything until like because people yeah. are at different points whereas something like like the like the K drama they'll give you a couple episodes and so you can be in and talk about it. But not be fully in,
0: and I think I think you're right. I think they send stuff out to die at Netflix really frequently. Yeah, because it's just
3: uh, don't I care agree. about
0: the properties, and that's don't... that's why they cancel them because they, they don't, don't advertise have to the say same... at all. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of
3: shit gets zero advertising. Right,
2: and th- that's why I like Jupiter Legacy. Like I remember I saw that like a weekend, and it was gone. But then if you if you think about it, like if you think about um, what was the latest Marvel show with what's her what's her name. One division. One um, division. Yeah, I was just about we, to bring that up. That well, show really
3: dominated conversation because it was, it was week to week to week, to week
0: to
3: Yeah, a week. as a yeah, puzzle like box, it. and it doesn't work if you drop twelve episodes at once.
0: Right. So yeah. I, I, I think I don't like I don't like when they drop like whole seasons. I, I, I think that like even from the beginning, that's just not my viewing style. So I really no. personally did not like it. And, and and it just it leaves everyone on just not like
2: you're, everyone is in a different like setting because like, well, someone like me who is out of a job right now and is about, well, I'm, I'm about to be hired, but I'm still unemployed. I could watch anything. I could watch anything all day every day. And then, and then people like, Rick is working in he, he has, he could be like, oh yeah, I've watched episode one, maybe. And I can't talk to him about these things.
3: Yeah, so, it really causes more problems with the whole spoiler thing. Is right. That if everyone, no if everyone about- only, has only seen two episodes because there's only been two episodes, spoilers are a lot less likely than if he's on episode nine and I'm on episode two.
0: Right. And, I, and Yeah, there's no I, way to talk about them as a community.
2: And I think the, I think the K-drama kind of way of doing this is, is, is good because it's two episodes every week. So it gives, it gives the, like, the bingers and it gives people time and to talk about things, but it's also like a lot of stuff. I I don't know. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. sorry, that was a, that was a, that, that was a tangent. I if we want to cut,
0: no, it's a good tangent. No, I think that was that was a it's good relevant. conversation, and I I agree with it a lot. Um, I mean, I think that Netflix, it's sort of you know, Netflix and is, I, I mentioned it's, this it's, a few minutes ago. They had that there was this idea right that you get these new things that wouldn't get adaptations, and it would be good for film. But I actually think that in some ways it's probably bad for cinematography and film and, you right. know, like like creativity, ironically, because the really creative stuff, yeah, it gets greenlit, but it doesn't get a second season, and it gets ignored because they don't promote it, and they drop it all at once, so they make sure that there's no cultural relevance. There's, there's no term.
2: build – all of it – you need buildup. You need buildup for yeah. this. Yeah. So it's a big, too a big bad. I mean, with
3: uh, Netflix too. Like one of the reasons we're talking about, like, they cancel everything, is that the what they use. We've been told by people who used to work there, is what they're looking at is a metric of how many people watched one its episode, how many people watched the whole show, and how many people have watched the show since it dropped. And when those numbers drop too low, they cancel right. everything. The but the damn thing, people drop off watching it because you drop it all at once. Yeah, and 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 I
2: I. I again i i apologize again I'm, I'm going to reference korean dramas because but the, the reason the reason is is that korean dramas are designed to have two episodes a week and so i for some reason i, I don't know how this happened but for some reason when they had a partnership with netflix they were they were like we're going to do it this way and netflix was like okay we're not instead of instead of Letting instead of like being like, no, all right, we're not going to we're not going to have anything air until the whole thing is done. They were like, OK, fine. You will give us two episodes a week and we'll stream them. And then they'll, they'll be like, OK, you need to wait another week to watch another two episodes. And I and I don't I don't understand how Netflix ex- executives don't see that as kind of like. That, like, that's how this should be done.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't want to go too far, just because like obviously they have access to information and have experience with the industry that I don't. Right. But yeah. from my perspective, I see other models as being more creatively successful than Netflix's is. And as a consumer, at least on a ver- on a personal level, I can say with certainty that I don't like their model and it doesn't work for my own viewing habits. Be that right. as it may. Because, like, um, we,
2: we just said, like, oh, yeah, Jupiter Legacy, like, I, Rick, you like that show? I have, I have no idea what, what even that show is, and it went and it's gone, and I, I don't care, so I don't it, care to watch it. Was it. Not
3: gonna, it was not going to get a continuation. I can't even recommend it, because they left it in the middle of an arc. But even
2: still, like, like the, their planning was like, okay, well, I don't, well, I have no interest in going into it, and it, it left immediately, so...
3: What boggles my mind are... is that it cost $200
0: million and they just right. left it. Anyway. Yeah, it seems like kind of a waste, right? <laughs> so, um, but I do want to keep keep things moving here. So, um, Gugsy, what's your news story today that you're going to introduce for us? We're switching gears to talk a little bit more about COVID-related stuff for a little bit here.
2: Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, the Aniplex um, Online, which is, I guess, one of the, the bigger... Bigger cons in the U.S. has announced kind of the the music and kind of the also um, the programming movies stuff that they're going to be releasing this year. Um, it, it's all going to be kind of well. As far as I can tell, it seems like it's going to be online this year as well. Um, and I mean, some some of the, like Imer Claris Hiroki Sawano is going to be releasing music, so that's going to be yeah. huge.
0: So it seems um, it seems really interesting because it's it's going to be like all those artists are going to have basically free concerts on YouTube. Right.
2: Is, yeah. And it's all going to be on YouTube. They're going to be doing I don't it seems I, I can't really tell from this news release, but I don't know. If, it seems like they're going to be doing previews of some of the movies um, like Demon Slayer, Sword on Online. And the one I want to talk with you guys about, if we have the time. Is the is the Puella Magi Madoka Magica tenth anniversary project? Um, again, if we have the time, I kind of want to get like if you if, have you guys seen Madoka Magica? All I'm sure yeah, I, I haven't
1: seen Rebellion.
2: You haven't no, seen Rebellion? Just
3: don't watch it. It sucks.
2: I
0: well, okay. I was <laughs> all right now. I, we're now we're getting some hot was, takes again
2: because my question was, where do you sit with Rebellion and a continuation? And I, I can already tell where you sound because I love Rebellion, by
3: the way. I hate Rebellion and I consider it non canon. And for me, the story ends at the last episode of the no, series. No, for me, for, for me, I for me,
2: I consider Rebellion canon. So this is This will be fun, I think.
3: Uh, I mean, you mean, if they want to continue the story, fine. I Like I said, I, I thought it concluded perfectly, and I didn't want any more continuation. That's why I didn't like the idea of Rebellion from Jump, and I really didn't like its execution. But that, you know, uh, your mileage may vary. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, this news story says that I guess they're going to be airing that okay. 10th anniversary project thing, right?
1: <laughs> I, I want to know given that now and all these anime companies can just do these like online cons i like how how much of like the the ax's of the world will be diminished because of this like like will? will i mean an, the, you care bugs, though i do, do you really I do. care a little bit yeah. yeah like there's two elements to this right it's that you don't have to be in the regional area to, to get this experience, right? So anyone in the world can, can go to these concerts while these would, would have previously been stuck to like LA or Boston or New York or, you know, Chicago. Um, but now we can all oh. experience this. And then um, the other element is, is this is just Annie Pucks, right? So they have a whole event dedicated to themselves, which, you know, might be way better for them than, you know, going into like a big anime con.
3: Well, it's kind of like the argument about E3, right? Do we really need E3 anymore when every company can just do its own Direct, Nintendo yeah. Direct, Xbox Showcase, whatever, show their game trailers? Do we really need mm-hmm. Comic-Con anymore where you could just host the panels on Zoom and drop the trailers on the internet? Like, That's the the kind of the existential question for cons in the internet age. Yeah.
0: Especially, um, do we still well, need well, to do, do anime? Do, anime I anime do cons think that, have really changed. Yeah. I think there's a difference in my mind between E3 and something like AX and Otakon and those big anime. Conventions. Well, yeah, obviously those are a lot more community based. And E3 is like right, corporate. Right. Well, and that's and that's my point is that I think that there is a there is a a value in um the the community gathered like like the cosplayers and buying from like local buying goods from local artists. And meeting up in, pr- I, do th- I do think that in-person panels have an appeal to them that aren't fully capturable on the internet. Yeah. And so I don't really see these sort of online events as competition for in-person anime conventions. I see this more as just like another additional thing that people will now have access to. Which is great for people who can't or don't aren't interested in going to those other conventions because i for one am excited to see a hiroyuki soano concert online yeah that's exciting looks pretty awesome he's he's
2: he is not um unhyped
3: yeah Yeah, he's he's really kept it going (laughs) i do have to believe that there's still always going to be a space for a large gathering of people who all love the same thing yeah, because you never completely replace it with Zoom or going online. At least not until we have full dive or whatever. Yeah, full dive. Yeah, it's coming. Probably I'm not my excited. life. I, I can't.
0: Move. I can't wait for full dive. Any? Maybe they'll make it just like full dive, like the anime. I <laughs> <to> hope not. <laughs> what about? Um, we've got another sort of COVID-related article. This time, Ray Kaze will introduce it.
1: Yeah, so we were talking about anime cons. One of the biggest cons happens in uh Washington DC called Otacon. And uh they've just announced their uh COVID policy for for Otacon 2021. So it's gonna happen in August 6th through August 8th, like it usually does. Um they won't require vaccination though. So um masks worn all times. Um but except when you're eating uh, or cosplaying, um, but no, no vac- vaccination requirement. What are your thoughts?
0: I know this is kind of people have been debating about this stuff a lot online, but it, for this convention, so I've got two, I have two thoughts. One is that I don't think that it was going to be feasible for them to properly screen everyone to make sure people are vaccinated. Like it would right. be more like, yeah. it would be more like security theater. Than anything, if they oh, did I mean, do it, they can do. Um,
1: you, you go to the registration, you get your ticket, and if you don't show your vaccination card, then you, you won't get your ticket. Yeah, but
0: realistically, the people who aren't vaccinated right now, a lot of them would just probably make their own vaccination cards, and yeah, so I think true. it's security theater. Um, right. Exactly. On, yeah. And the other, the other thing though, for the record, is if you look at the amount of cases in the United States right now, um, I mean, it's like exponentially lower than what it's been in a really long time and i do think that at a certain point you do have to ask yourself the question right are we just never going to do any sort of large gathering until there are zero cases and if the answer to that is that you do want to do something when there's still some cases like i think that this i think that it is not as dangerous as people are worried about
1: i i always have been believed that that I think we can go back to normal completely once we hit herd immunity, which is about 75% vaccination rate. Uh, and, you know, we're usually, I mean, we're not really close to that in a lot of states. Luckily I live in a fairly liberal state where we are kind of close to that. There are states that are hit that have already hit that, but, but many parts of the country lag behind in that.
0: I think a lot of this is outdoors and they're wearing masks though. So I think that it's I, not I also like they're completely feel like,
2: like my own behavior is going to change regardless. Like I don't necessarily feel like I should be going anywhere without a mask regardless.
1: I think it's going to be really weird to see a bunch of cosplay with people wearing masks. Like, like just just the pictures that come out of these cons this year are just going to be really surreal.
2: Like I, I I'm, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated and i still whenever i leave the house i'm like where's my mask cuz i'm still i'm still like i'm not going to I, I i don't i don't i don't give a shit i'm just going to fucking protect myself and everyone else that i can see and i i i don't i don't really see like even if we get to this hypothetical point where okay it's gone the, the coronavirus is just completely gone from the world like i I still probably wear a mask to like the supermarket or something. Like I'm just yeah. going to I'm just going I'm just going to
0: protect myself,
3: right? Yeah, so, I think yeah. hand sanitizer is now a permanent part of my life. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So It's an interesting point Gugsy, because you know the um, so it's been it's 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 well known I think particularly in like anime fandoms etc that like masks have been common in Japan for quite a while now.
2: Yeah, um, in most Asian and,
0: countries, right. Right. Yeah. And and I believe that, and I'd have to double check this, but I remember seeing about this, that one that it was because of the, the Spanish flu of 1918, masks were, and in the United States as well, they were getting mandated in some areas. But the right. difference is after the Spanish flu died down, the United States and some of those other countries in the West basically forgot that they ever wore masks. You know, like the cultural memory of that basically disappeared after a generation or two. Whereas yeah. in East Asia, that sort of what your point here, Gugsy, What you're planning on doing was the same thought of a lot of people here, which is like, I don't want to get sick from like the idiot next to me on the train. I'm just going to wear a mask. Right. And so that's become that's been the norm here because of a pandemic that happened a long time ago. And maybe it'll become the more of a norm in the United States moving forward too.
3: well yeah, because well, countries have a much higher population density. than The United States does.
0: Well, do, but I do think that the, yeah, yeah, I think that the cultural, it seems to me that the cultural impact of the mask debate in the United States, this at least this time, is such that I would not be surprised if there are lots of people like Gugzy who choose to wear masks frequently in public moving forward. That seems to be something that will likely happen in the United States. Oh uh,
1: the difference between the mask issue in Japan and in America is that like people in Japan wear masks, you know, to like comic courtesy to protect others, right? But then, but then the mask debate in America has always been kind of like individual, right? Like I don't need to wear a mask because I'm perfectly healthy or whatever. Um, so, right. so there's always this difference between like individual and society, and like people who wear masks in the future will be wearing it. You know, in America, for individual reasons, and they will be like kind of. I, I'm not sure if like society, like as a whole, will take it up, but I know personally, I I definitely will during like flu season or like if if I'm going to like a convention or something. You know, conflict yeah. is always been a thing. I, well, the, you
2: know. what,
1: there wasn't Unboxing,
2: there was
3: news,
2: there was news the like either today or in like in the recent days that like some some strains of the flu have. Been eradicated because people are wearing masks now. And they're like, well, okay, yeah. and, then, and 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 you get the news like last like, Oh, we had record low levels of the flu last year because that, because everyone was terrified of the coronavirus, and we still got coronavirus. And it's like, all right, well, I don't want the flu because I can die from the flu. lest we forget, I can also yeah. die from the flu, and also I can die from coronavirus. I'm, you know what? I might as well wear a mask um, until until there's a thing where like I can, I like I'll take off my mask because I'm beautiful and I want to I want to show <laughs> off. Like then then no. Otherwise I'm gonna fucking wear a mask. Fuck off.
0: So, guys, Otocons, I, I,
3: specifically, I think th- they did the right thing though you. because they, you know you have masks. Everyone's. Wearing a mask, there's some level of protection, but the the idea of enforcing like required um, vaccinations is too hard, and it removes the possibility that somebody comes in, they're not vaccinated, and they have a fucking incident. Because that's what you're gonna do if you gather enough people together, you're gonna have a few of those. Yeah, my body belongs to God. Yeah, I'm vaccinated by Jesus, and then you run into a problem. <laughs>
2: uh, and, yeah. Well, that, that's I I have I have a problem too with that because um. I, I'm, I'm not going to, I have, I have family members who caught coronavirus legit. Like they were, they were positive and they're like, I don't need to get the vaccine because I already have it. And I just sit there, I sit there and I'm like, well, I, I can't really disagree with you there, but like, and, and I just, and this, yeah, I just, I sit there and I like, I don't really know what to say. 'Cause they're like they, I I have it, so I have immunity. I do it should not I should not need to get a vaccine. And I I don't know what to say to those people.
0: My understanding of the science is that the immunity that you get from catching the coronavirus is extremely variable. And right. some some people can very easily get it again. And something that they're also talking about is even in general Right, just because you get immunity from a virus does not mean that your body will maintain that immunity for a long time. And they're saying that most of the research that's been done has found that for most people, even if they do build an immunity to the virus, that that immunity is severely reduced within six months to a year of when they initially caught the virus. And so the vaccine is going to be infinitely more effective in long term protecting your health than any immunity.
1: that we some people might need the booster shots, like um. After yeah, a while. we're, gonna, uh, we're yes, going to we going
2: to need be Such shots. a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I mean,
3: well, it's we not can't even convince seventy five percent of the people to get the, the first fucking shot.
2: <laughs> I mean, well, it's not going to be really that much of an because we, I guess so many people already get the flu vaccine and we can, or yeah, but a
3: lot we, less people get the flu vaccine than should because simply out of lazy. Because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah we should uh, probably I... move
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. So, fine. I want to get, thank you. I want to get the final verdict here. Otacon, they're holding this convention. Do you think it's good or bad, people of the jury?
1: I think it's fine. Um, yeah. I
0: think they're doing the best they can.
1: Yeah. Um, like, requiring vaccination would cause a bunch of, like, political headaches. And if they want to do it, and if people want to go, and if they're all being safe.
0: Yeah. I think it's probably fine, too. So, okay one final story in our news section today um this one's a little bit more of a uh changing gears talking about japan directly this time it's kind of a uh, a funny article a little bit um so basically a an english teacher working in japan so this person was a foreign resident they were arrested for smuggling cannabis oil inside hair treatment bottles the hair that was um a you know just like a hair product hair treatment product and then they got i guess they got caught and they found out it was cannabis oil uh and the amount of and this guy was definitely it was not like for personal use because they had like over two million dollars worth of cannabis oil that they were bringing into the country so it was well in that
3: case okay wow that's a lot of fucking cannabis oil.
0: yeah that's a lot yeah, like, woo! That changes things. Huh? At okay. the same time, lighten up Japan. Yeah, I will say though, I I don't know this this value. Um, one thing, I, you know, because it's so illegal in Japan, I do think that like a, a smaller amount in Japan will go for more money just because it's so violently illegal here. So I don't know if this amount is like the amount that it would be worth on the black market in Japan, or if it's like this is actually like a normal amount, like even if it was in the U S it would be worth this much, you know, I'm not sure. Um, but either way, I mean, $2.5 million worth of cannabis oil. Like this person was obviously a dealer. So uh, I mean, I gotta, yeah. if you're in the, if you're in the million,
2: well, you've got, you've got a lot. Let's put it that way.
3: Yeah. If we're, rega- regardless,
2: regardless regardless of how much it costs in whatever regional, the salary you have you have you have a ton let's put it yeah. that way
3: imagine like trying to use pot or pot products in Japan it's so fucking illegal there it's not worth the risk it's like spray painting a building in singapore why would you take the risk
0: right i had so we have um in the uh the cuz so right i work in like a ski resort area and so there's a lot of foreign residents here and we have kind of like a training thing for winter seasonal staff every year and the most recent like winter training session, we had the Customs Bureau in Otaru, they wanted to give like a panel about or like a, um, like a, disc- they, like a, a speech or whatever, I guess, about um, illicit substances in Japan. And the guy's speech, it was, yeah, it was really bad because the, part of the problem is that the education, because drugs are so illegal here, the education about them can be kind of nonsense. So this guy was basically, he said all, he listed a bunch of drugs, including, you know, like marijuana, heroin, meth. And he said, all of these are extremely addictive. And if you ever do them once, your brain will crave it for the rest of your life. And then he started talking about weed. And then on the page where he was talking about weed. He had like a picture of people with like track marks. So it was just, it was just like Jesus. complete nonsense. Right. And, and so I told him after, I told him after the panel, said that I don't think that this is going to be an effective way of talking to foreign residents about this issue because the people who are interested in procuring drugs know that, and I, I, didn't, I didn't say it exactly like this to him, they know that you're lying because they know that that's not true. You would be, I think that a better, more productive conversation would be to say, it may be legal in your country, but it is extremely illegal here and just frankly not worth it. And I think that would be a more convincing argument to people. Is if you explained how strict it is and what would happen, right? Because if you try to go like, "Oh, drugs are bad for you, kids," like that has been the least convincing argument of all time, even in you know the United States, much less in um, Japan, where people yeah. are, you know, yeah. So it it, it was. Um, I I so I think that there's a lot of um, disinformation about drugs in Japan, and so because of that. general like the 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 popular public opinion on weed is basically that like i mean people treat it like it's meth here in fact they treat it like it's even more dangerous than how we would treat meth in the united states like people it's like if you if you get caught with weed like this person is like a violent criminal who has endangered everyone around them and they probably are insane um you know like there's just people are really there's a they don't understand how these substances work and so there's real strong well if it's meth but that's a different conversation well we'll, okay right no well i'm but that's what i'm saying is i'm saying that meth is scary is scary but they treat like the conversations around marijuana in japan they act like it's even more scary than the way that people talk about meth in the united states that's the comparison i'm trying to make here
3: it's like japan is like what if dare education
0: worked basically basically (laughs) have you have you ever had
1: like like personal like conversations with like family or I mean the host family about like like marijuana stuff like what were their reactions was it just like that like that, that like they thought well it I, was can, crazy I can I can tell
2: you I can tell you that as as someone who has never been in, in Japan that I can t- you know <laughs> I'm just curious
0: well right. I I did when I was um, when I was studying abroad in Nagoya I did talk about it with my host mother once because I I just sort of mentioned to her that. Um, marijuana in the u s. is considered like a pretty a pretty like not that big of a deal and mo- and you know, it's even legal in some places, right? and um, the because uh, I, th- I think it was a conversation about like if my host if my host like siblings eventually studied abroad, um and then you know, because America's kind of dangerous, and I said they're probably safe, but I do think that there are there are decent odds that at some point in time, you know, they will know people who will offer them substances that are illegal in Japan. Um, and that's where that conversation came about. Um, and yeah, I mean, I basically I, I think like um, it was I mean, it was a pretty standard. Oh, you, conversation are, you are a like gateway,
2: the, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I just I just told her that it's really common, so that it's, might be something that they end up like getting exposed to if they go to the United States. And, and, then, they, and like, then, oh, then they okay. got exposed. So. And they're still they're still they haven't they haven't gone, so that's not possible. <laughs> oh wh-
2: well, all right. Well, they they are okay. Send
3: your just children like, to America; they will die.
0: Yeah. I do know. I mean, point being though is that I do I have talked with lots of other Japanese people who do legitimately. You know, they they do think that things like marijuana are incredibly dangerous drugs, which, from a legal perspective in Japan, they are. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, I mean, it's definitely, uh, point being, though, in relation to this article, is that in the United States, depending on where this guy was living in, this could have even been legal if he had a license. But in Japan, not I, only is that's... it illegal, but this is, I mean, this is like, that's I don't know what will like... happen might get They'll deported deport him, right he better well he they there he'll be lucky if he get he better get deported because if he doesn't they'd probably put him in jail for 20 years um Jeez. yeah but I, I think that um he'll probably get deported but even when they do deport people the uh the process for that could have him sitting in a, a cell for like over a year potentially that's
2: hilarious because that's very stupid
0: yeah, I think this guy, this guy probably deserves it though, because if you're doing this kind of shit in Japan, then you're just asking for trouble.
3: Yeah, the risk reward there is way, way out of whack.
0: Exactly. It's just, it's just not, it's not worth it, people. So, anyone looking to go to Japan, um, don't do, don't do drugs in Japan, guys. It's just not worth it. <laughs> Alright, so finally, uh, our last sort of conversation for this podcast episode is our question of the week. So today's question uh, is anime that you would like to see remade. Um, So as some people may know, there have been big profile shounen shows in the past and other shows that have gotten full remakes. So I'm talking about things like Fullmetal Alchemist, uh, Hunter x Hunter... Fruits Basket. Now I'm going to say anything else about Fruits Basket other than that. <laughs> um, and so we're going to... The question is, you know, if you could... What's an anime series uh, that has been ad- adapted? Or if even if it was an anime original, if you want to go there, I'm I'm not going to stop you. That you would like to see get remade into a new anime, uh, what would that be? So I'll go first. Um, for me... I feel like, okay, so this might be, like, slightly controversial, but when I first started watching anime, the first anime that I watched as anime was Sword Art Online. And, like, that goes to hell, obviously, like, very quickly once you get into the, the second arc. But I stand by this to this yeah, day. Yeah, it gets fucking that ruined. Although, right, is that although there it was flawed, I do think that when they're in Aincrad in the original game, I do think that there is legitimate promise and it was actually very, an exciting series. Um, and I do think that in some ways, the anime threw up ever since has sort of coasted off the popularity and hype of that initial arc. And so I do think that that initial arc, well flawed, is truly an interesting thing that could be great even if they improved upon it. Uh, so I would really like to see that get remade. And I do think because the author is writing that progressive series where he goes back and adaptation, writes it. Right? Yeah, yeah he, writes it, he writes it floor by floor. And they're actually, I think they, they, are, they did announce that they're going to adapt it into an anime at one point. So I'm sort of cheating here, but I'm legitimately excited to see that because I think that that ha- could have a lot, that could be really good because that was the good part of Sword Art Online. So fingers crossed on that one. Let's go
3: okay. to Requiem. Okay. Um, I guess I'm also kind of cheating here because this did get remade, but I want it to be remade correctly, and that's fucking Berserk. <laughs> Make Berserk correctly. Oh,
2: my God. Okay, well, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. That was, that was my answer, too, so I was sitting here quietly, and yes, Berserk. I
3: had, like, three backup answers. You take Berserk.
2: No, all right. Well, then. All
0: right, is berserk now. Go, go. Right, berserk,
2: berserk was my answer, because, oh my god, the the fucking CG, my I, the the gifts, the I, I. It's so it bad. He's been broken. stunted. We just, like... It's it's so terrible. All of it is so
1: fucking terrible. And what about the the original anime? Was that any
3: good? Yeah, the original anime is quite good, but the animation wasn't great, and it's very dated now. Yeah, but right. most of the it was, arc, it was the golden age arc, got remade in those movies, which were fine. But everything after the eclipse is the only thing we've ever gotten is, is that the bullshit only, CGI yeah. stuff.
2: It's 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 and it's outsourced to China and got like God bless China, but they just do not have they do not have the the capabilities to make anything besides stick figures. I and... remember
1: reading an article about like that adaptation and like, yeah, they were the direction that the, they didn't really have the experience to do that. And they really no, they, didn't. they didn't,
2: they didn't, they, they, they didn't. Can't. And what's, what's even crazier about it really is that if you look at the manga, the manga is, is, the manga for Berserk is the most detailed thing. Like, I, 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 I will, I, I'm, I'm going to say it right here. It's the most detailed manga, like, pretty much of all time. I, 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 will, I will be surprised, and I will welcome people telling me um, other examples to, to fit it, because the Berserk manga is unbelievable. Unbelievable in its level of detail, and then we get just knock off just whatever bullshit and it's not even animated and
1: have you uh, ever read a uh, blame or i mean i guess i also thought blame was
3: pretty bad too
1: yeah From- <laughs> guess, hyper, hyper
3: hyper detailed manga to polygon pictures bullshit yeah right there's there's a
1: lot of manga that that's one of the probably the best like like one of the more unique aspects of manga is how hyper detailed it can be, and they never are conveyed properly in anime. It's just no. basically impossible unless you have like a movie budget.
0: No, and uh, Somali
3: and really- the, the Four Spirit did a pretty good job in their backgrounds. That's because they hired a guy specifically to do them.
2: Right. And, yeah. and, and I, just, I just want to say that, like, like I, I understand. I, I understand that, like, normal anime budgets are not going to be able to handle this. But don't fuck it up like this is really what I'm asking for. And the Berserk was just like...
1: Hur, hur, it really, it
2: really a, does... A, 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 a walk, walking cycle will just herky jerk move a... Character thing, like blah, 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 blah. and that would have been Washington bad cycle. no
0: matter what. It would have been bad no matter what series. But it's just insulting yeah. that it happened to be for something that was so detailed in its source material. No, no, so important, I, no. so influential, I re- I re- so detailed. I it really that,
2: deserves. I, re- I reject that premise be-
0: specifically
2: because, like, because it's not. If you watch the Berserk thing that we got presented, like that's not even. A- it's not even anime. It's not what we got. It's like well, well, Proton's it's, it's, Point was they, is
1: it especially insulting because it's berserk? Not not because not that it's okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Um,
2: what I'm trying to say is that it's it's insulting because it's not even anime. Like
1: it's, yeah, because no, it's it had it's, no real anime experience. None of the staff had like any anime experience. Right.
2: I'm what I'm trying to say is is this worse than trying to be berserk? No. Berserk if you're trying to be berserk, it's I, I understand. It's difficult. No. This is – you're trying to be anime and you're like, no, we're just going to move stick figures around
0: as you walk. And that's going to be anime. right. So let's give – I'm going to give Requiem what's, what's one of your backup answers. We'll give you another answer now. Oh, God. Oh, so, I'm sorry, Rec. Yeah. I took well, over that.
3: I, no, it's cool. Uh, I had a feeling somebody else might say berserk. That's why I came up with a backup <laughs> answer in the first place. <laughs> But uh, there was a show from the 80s I've always really wanted to see get redone with better animation techniques and a little less herky-jerky with the, uh, with the narrative because it had, like, a, a bunch of different seasons with different directors and whatever. It was uh, Armored Trooper Votoms. I don't know if you guys know that one. I do oh, not. Oh, I, I think, think I do. I do. Yeah. Wait. Hold on.
2: Okay. Yeah. Continue.
3: Yeah, it's, a, it's like a Japanese military sci-fi. It's not quite mecha. It's mecha-adjacent. I mean, they're wearing armored suits, but it's not like Gundam. Um, really good, really early in the War is Bad genre. And it was a show that I really <laughs> loved. It was one of those shows that was hard to get all the pieces of back in the day before streaming. Um, they have some great uh, collected sets of it now, though.
2: It, was, it wasn't read. one of those that the, the robots piece together, no? No, no, no. It no. was just was like... Okay.
3: These were, if, you ever saw, if you ever read the original Starship Troopers, the actual book, <clears throat> it's like those armored battle suits, basically. And, I, uh,
2: I did not have known. It technically
3: no. stands for Vertical One-Man Tank for Offense and Maneuvers. So they slapped the S <laughs> on the maneuvers into the acronym, which is annoying, but whatever. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs>
3: Basically, yeah, it's, just, it's just like an armored battlesuit, but not like a mech, not to that scale. So it was it was very sophisticated for its time. You know, anime storytelling wasn't always advanced in the 80s. And I'd love to see the action sequences and the battles you know, with modern animation techniques, like, good CGI, uh, a company like, you know, UFO tables handling it, something like that. Even Trigger would have all the time with something like this. Uh, and, okay. and I'd also like to see it get remade just so more people were aware of it, because when I say talk about this show, most people react like you guys just did, which is either you have no idea what it is, or you vaguely heard of it.
0: Yeah. I had no idea what it was. i
1: like, similar would you say it is to, like, a Early mobile suit Gundam.
3: Yeah, it feels a lot more close to the or like a more serious, uh, like Macross, but without flying. I would say.
2: Oh dear! Well, you have sold me Macross.
0: What? Yeah, you know, in Macross. the
3: uh, <laughs> you know, in the cool you know military like sci-fi genre, which was much more prominent in the eighties and nineties than it is now. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's an interesting choice. It's a very requiem style choice too because it's some obscure old anime.
3: <laughs> well, I was I was going to say Guyver, but that one did get a remake back in the mid 2000s, so I thought that was too reason. Too yeah. recent. Oh, well, 2005. <laughs> yeah. It was 2005. That's technically. I,
1: mean, I remember 2005, said, what, 2011 show.
0: I think in I think in 2 uh, 2012. Thank you very much. I think in uh 2005. I think that, I think my grandpa was in middle school around then. Jesus Christ. You weren't even born. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think uh that was a few generations ago for me, Rick I was literally well, born yesterday.
3: So, well, you know. What about, I, I invented what, it in, May in the 1800s, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what about you Ray Kaze? what's my, your my show is
1: actually about that era it's early 2000s um one of my favorite series when i was like growing up was like this is before like sao.hack are you guys familiar yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah
0: i know that one yeah, I yeah a lot it, of people kind of
1: anyway. talked like it was like kind of like a proto um isekai thing because it it was like a v like a vrmmo game Thing and that there were games or light novels or anime, manga, and they're all like this connected universe or whatever. It's a great series, except for the anime. The anime is a fifty-episode swag fest that is pacing is as slow as you can be. I I don't think I like. I think there's only one or two shows I've seen with that slow pacing. And and it's a real shame because there are elements of that show that I. Like I loved it when I watched it, but then I went back to it, and I I couldn't I couldn't get through it, and it's real shame because it had a Yuki Kajura soundtrack, so it's like, uh,
0: <laughs> I I devastating. would devastating,
1: I would love to see that be done in like a 12, 24 episode of anime. It could totally be done. That that show's pacing is a slog. And and it's a real shame that that we never got any good hack anime. There has been various other hack anime, but but none of them have adapted the main series, which is the the games, and uh, all of them have kind of sucked.
3: I remember trying to watch it on like Toonami, because they used to they showed that a lot. I think it actually was on like Anime Unleashed at some point. And like the shows, they were were always there's different shows, and they don't really connect to each other. And I always found it very confusing.
1: The the general, yeah, yeah, all the anime super boring. Uh, The general uh, timeline I thought was fairly intuitive if you like kind of conceptualize it around the games because because there's the first series the legend of twilight and then there's the hack.gu and then everything is like placed around those so it, well, i think
3: it, the problem the, was i like, was coming in and out so it was yeah it was, yeah i'd be yeah. like oh it's the hack and then it would take me a second to realize it's a different hat, heck. Yeah, <laughs> but i mean it always seemed kind of interesting you know yeah i say oh before i say oh I've actually
1: only read the white novels, which is pretty bizarre because, like, I think, like, those were the only white novels I've read. Like, like the first light novels I read and then I didn't read any of them for, like, five years. Um, but, yeah, I'd I love a new dog .hack.
0: Yeah, I know that that's... I've never seen it, but that's, like, the show that when SAO was in its prime, you know, you'd get, like, the... The um, these long term really anime hack. fans, yeah, yeah. who would be like dot. Actually, dot hack was the original yeah. lost trapped in a video game series. Sort out online is derivative. It wasn't
1: though, because <laughs> you, like, well, the main it's character. More like in art, art, but, but, dot hack the, to, but most people in Dot Hack could just log in and out, and like there are series where they just do that. Log in and out is just a game.
3: Yeah, it's closer yeah. to like like Infinite Dendrogram than Sao.
1: Yeah, ah, which uh, but, I mean, that's, the the main that's... character of Sign is stuck there, but but everyone else is just like playing the game.
2: Can we can we say Infinite Dendrogram just one more time? Just because that's never going to be talked about in this show again ever. Infinite <laughs> Dendrogram. <laughs> like, we're going
3: to name the episode. Let's talk about Infinite Dendrogram. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like it's too, uh, the
0: fucking dumbest show ever. Yeah, we'll get we'll get literally no views on this episode. <laughs> they're will fucking <laughs> murder the, <laughs> SEOs. the Yeah, no. <laughs> well. It, well, well, it deserved no views to begin with, so. All right, so on that note, that is the end of this episode, Season 6, Episode 10 of the Anite Podcast. Uh, so thank you very much, Requiem, Gugzi, and Ray Kaze for joining me today. And thanks to you, the listener, for listening all the way to the end of this podcast, as I'm sure every single one of you has done. Uh, if you enjoy this content, you can follow us on Twitter, or you can check out our blog on medium.com slash annotate hyphen official uh, for more of our great anime and anime adjacent content. Uh, and of course, right, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably subscribing to our content somewhere on one of our podcast streaming services, be it Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is that you listen to us on. So be sure to give us five stars or whatever the rating is on those services. And that will be the end of this episode for today. So thank you everyone for listening. See you guys next time. Bye.